0: And we are back to close out the final NBA slate before the All Star break. We got a three gamer on draftings to talk about. Uh, if this is your first time watching, my name is DK, and I cover content for uh, NBA daily fantasy sports as well as for player props, uh, Prize Picks, underdog parlay play, all that good stuff. The sponsor of the video that's going to be BetMGM you guys are currently running an offer right now. If you bet five for your new customer and you bet five dollars, you'll get one hundred and fifty dollars instantly in bonus bets. So um, make sure to click that link down below. My best advice as always is get on these many of these sports books and uh, DFS prop sites as possible. Um, and that way you can search for the value when you are placing your, you know, straight bets, prop bets, all that good stuff. Check them out. If you do click a link and deposit, it does help support the channel. And if you guys are looking for more content, you can check my Patreon link down below for props or for DFS. Okay, so recapping tonight was another solid night for me for DFS. Now, I played a much more contrarian lineup tonight than I did last night. Last night, I played a very, very chalky lineup. But tonight, I went uh, a bit off the board um, and kind of stacked up that Miami-Philadelphia game. I felt like that game was going overlooked. I knew both teams were going to run very tight rotations. And, uh, yeah, so I played uh, Hero, Chalk Jovich, who got in massive foul trouble. Like, why couldn't Jovich get in foul trouble the night before? Uh, when he was the one guy that I faded of Miami, he went for just a career game. But, yeah, random massive foul trouble to bail out the Jovic faders. Um, that was a bit tilting. But, yeah, I went Hero, Yovich and Bam. I mean, Bam's been making me just a ton of money over the last four or five days. And it continued again. 2% Bam one uh, for another 50 bomb. Um, and then ran it back with Maxi and Buddy Healed. They both smash. Maxi faders got a little bit bailed out as well. He went to the locker room for a bit. Luckily, did come back. Um, And then rounded out with chalk Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Johnson. So I faded a lot of the chalk. What I want to know is there's a lot of the the chalk value busted. Um, Really outside of those bigs, a lot of the chalk value busted. But I want to know is how did the Alec Burks faders know? He was a free square. I just want to know how they knew and basically like a six-man rotation for him not to get there. Uh, but um, yeah, he was he was massive chalk and high six, He should have been 64%, um, and Jovic was about 80%. So it was a good slate if you played contrarian, and I played a bit more contrarian than most. Like I faded. I, I was told people on, on this Patreon stream I was going a bit different, getting off you know the chalk spin-ups. I didn't really like chalk Tatum. I thought he was way over-owned. I did like chalk Jokic. I got lucky with that. I, I, the question you guys should be asking me is, how did I know to fade Jokic in tournaments? And I have no idea, honestly, how I knew. How did I know? I don't know. Jokic was a great play today, even with that ownership. I don't, like, that was just a random outlier, horrific game for him without Jamal Murray. Um, I really don't know how I knew to fade. But, no, to be honest, I was just kind of set on stacking that Miami Philly game of tournaments. So, that was my mindset. I was hoping Jokic didn't kill me. And I got lucky, really lucky with that fade. I don't know how I knew to fade him. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's a recap there. Another good night for DFS and for props. You guys checked out my YouTube video. We did hit both our plays. We took Paul Reed over PRA, paired that with Tyler Hero over PRA. Paul Reed even got bumped down. What were they thinking, man? What were they thinking in an eight-man rotation? As long as you avoided foul trouble, I love that play. So, um, yeah, that's a recap of everything. And let's uh, talk about this three-game slate. So Milwaukee Memphis is the first game here. No Middleton for the Bucks. You do have Giannis and Dane, both probable. Um, for factoring for factoring in salary, I do prefer Giannis to Dame. Eleven point eight k for Dame, or eleven point eight k for Giannis. Eight point nine k for Dame. Um, Dame has a much lower floor now. Dame does have a ceiling, but I think I do prefer Giannis. Um, on this slate, as far as the rest of Milwaukee goes, you got Bobby Portis at six point two k. Feels a little bit pricey when um, Brook Lopez is healthy. Like he should probably play. I don't know low to mid twenties minutes. Um. Brooke Lopez, 5.7K, more of a filler play for me, but in competitive game, you should see probably around 30 minutes from him. Jay Crowder, most likely continues to start. He only put 18 minutes last week, and that was a massive blot. He's been a little bit quiet of late. Um, you should get a little more run for Pat Connaughton as well. Malik Beasley should get some more shots up without Middleton, so these guys all benefit a little bit, but I don't think there's any standouts with these value plays. Pat Beverly, 3.6K, he'll be in the rotation. We'll probably see, I don't know, high teens minutes or so. Um... Yeah, I think that's basic it for Milwaukee. Let's talk about Memphis. So Memphis, Scottie Pippen missed the game tonight. Jacob Gilliard was in the G League, but they ran like a 10-man rotation tonight, and no one outside of Vince Williams, I believe, played over 30 minutes. Uh, I know Jaron got in some foul trouble, no surprise. That's, you know, anytime you play Jaron Jackson, that's, it's about a 50% chance it's going to happen. But yeah, I believe, let me just look that up again to confirm. because I was, uh, when I was doing my prop thread, I was looking at that. Um, yeah. Oh, Canard played 30. So uh 35 minutes for Vince Williams, 30 for Kennard, a uh, 28 for Jaron Jackson, but it'll spread out. It was a spread out rotation. Derek Rose played 16 off the bench. I don't think D Rose will be available on a back-to-back. I assume he's going to rest. Also, a Goodwin played 24 minutes um, off the bench. Is he in the player pool? I don't think they have Goodwin in the player pool. Oh, they do. Okay, he's 4.4K. 4. 4, okay. Um yeah, topping guys. So Vince Williams 6.5k. I mean, he's been basically their point guard. He had, what, another seven assists tonight. Seven, nine, eight, eight assists over the last four games. I think he looks pretty safe. He should play big minutes. Hold on. I always have to sneeze, I feel like. I don't know what it is. Oh, he's sitting at my desk. I haven't been sneezing all day, and then all of a sudden, happened like the last two or three videos, I feel like. Um, Weird, but... Okay, back to Vince Williams. He should play mid-30s minutes. He's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. I think he's pretty safe. Jaron obviously has the highest ceiling on the team. He's 8K. Um, if you can avoid foul trouble, we know the type of upset that he has. You got Santi Claus, Aldama, that, you know, probably sees somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, 25 to 30 minutes or so. G.G. Jackson played well off the bench. We know he's not a bad point-per-minute guy. Um, you know, I think his minutes will continue to be there just because he's a young guy, and I think they want to continue to give him runs, so... I do have some interest there. Canard started. He played 30 minutes. I think he looks like a decent value. Goodwin off the bench at 4.4K. Played 24 minutes. If there's no Pippen and Gillier and D-Rose hit again, then I think Goodwin's actually be a decent value play. So you do have like some viable options. I don't think there's any like standout play. Zaire Williams came back, played 22 minutes in his first game back. I think a lot of these rotation players look solid, but I don't think there's anyone that like stands out uh, more than the rest here. But on a small site, we have to consider these guys for sure. Golden State, Utah. So it is a back-to-back for Golden State. I wanted to mention, I think there is a chance that you see some of these vets rest on a back-to-back, especially going on the road in Utah. Like, I would not be surprised if Golden State ends up resting like almost everyone or all their main guys going into the all-star break. I think it's definitely possible. But assuming everyone plays, um, Golden State has been running a bit of a deeper rotation now since they are healthier, like 10 to 11 guys. You got Steph at nine six. I always like the ceiling on him. He's, be- he's had some big games... Um, and I think he's, you know, from what I looked, uh, tonight, he was playing pretty well. I think he had like 25 points in the third quarter. You have Kaminga at 6.7K. You know, he should continue to play low 30s minutes. I, I do like his upside. He's been a little bit quiet. of Like, Draymond went to the locker room. Um, I don't know if he returned. I know he got like hit in the face. So that could open up some value here for Golden State tomorrow. If Draymond can't go. Let me see. Has he come back yet? Um, okay. He did. He just returned to the game. Okay. Um. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he should continue to play high 20s minutes. He's been playing well since getting shifted over to the 5, so I think he looks like a pretty good option. You got Pojemski at one, feels a little bit pricey, but still not out of play. Clay Thompson at 5'5", you know what I'm going to say about him. Wiggins at one, indifferent. Um, I don't really know if I can get to a lot of these values. I think if I had to pick like one of these punt plays, it probably would be Gary Payton at 3'3". He's been playing about 15 minutes a game over the last two games. All right, Utah. So Utah ran a nine-man rotation tonight. Um, you got Lori Marken at 8 1. He had another subpar game. I want to say he finished with like 25 fantasy points or something tonight. So he's been a little bit quiet of late, but the price has dropped. And we know that Lori is the guy that, you know, consistently gets the most minutes. And he is the guy with the highest ceiling on this team. You got Collins and Kessler starting in the front court. Kessler did deal with a little bit of foul trouble. I think factoring in salary, I would rather get to a 5.6K Kessler as opposed to a 6.6K Collins. But both uh, of the front court guys look decent. You got Sexton and Clarkson, you know, like they're going to ride the hot hand with these guards, but the minutes have ticked up a bit on Clarkson. Like he played 18 first half minutes tonight. uh, So that is good to see. Keontae George will continue to start. I really like him for value. Uh, You guys know how high I am on Keontae George. Um, I think he continues to play around 30 minutes. I think he looks really, really good. Chris Dunn had a good game off the bench. Um, We will probably see around 20 minutes from him. And then you'll see some THT and uh, Taylor Hendricks in the rotation. Um, since both guys are close to mid price, they are viable. Like, How many minutes did they finish with tonight? I'm just curious. Uh, THT and Hendricks. Let me just look that up. Um, so you saw 14 minutes for Hendricks at the bench, 16 for THT. All right, let's finish up with the Minnesota and Portland. So, Minnesota, you got Anthony Edwards, questionable. Now, post game, he did say that the knee is bothering him. Honest, I think there's no reason to push him here again on the road in Portland. Like, why would you push Ant if the knee is bothering him? So, if I had to lean, I would say he does not play. Um, And if Anthony Edwards does not play, obviously you get a significant usage bump to Karl Anthony Towns, and then you would get NAW in the starting lineup. He would play good minutes. He would become one of the best values in the slate, and then Kyle Anderson will play a lot more too. So this Minnesota team would look great if, if uh, Anthony Edwards does not play. And cat usage bump, all the other starters look a little bit better, and then a lot more minutes, and it should start for NAW, a lot more minutes for slow-mo. You should get a little more run for McDaniels, maybe a little more run for a guy like Monte Morris too. Now, if Anthony Edwards does play, Then I think any of the top three guys look pretty good here. 8.7K for Ant. We know the type of ceiling that he has. He just put up a 50 bomb uh, on the same team a couple nights ago or last night, whatever it was. Carlton Towns 7-7. He got in random massive foul trouble to punish me for taking his first half fancy score. Uh, That was very tilting. Rudy Gobert, 7.5K. Continues to play big minutes. Nas Reed, we know he's a good point per minute guy. He's averaging like low 20s minutes. Uh, always someone I I like just because he finds his way in a couple more minutes he could smash. Mike Conley is always at like a low 5K price point. He's always like a filler play to me, but, you know, on average, he should play high 20s minutes or so. And these value plays are still playable, I think, if Ant plays. But if Ant misses, again, guys like uh, NAW and McDaniels and SloMo are, are all going to look really, really good. Finally, Portland. You got Brogdon now, Scoot Henderson questionable. Now, Scoot, uh, Portland has been running uh, in competitive games. They're playing their main guys good minutes. Scoot, Uh, Aiton Grant and Simons were all on pace to play 35 plus minutes if the game didn't blow out last game. So that is something to note I don't think Portland's going to be super popular, but I think those four guys are interesting tournament plays. Simons a seven eight. I think he has the highest ceiling. Grant seven 7'4". Aiden had a big game last time against Gobert. He went for 45. And Scoot uh, played big minutes on the bench. So those guys, I think, are all interesting tournament plays, assuming Scoot is in. If Scoot's out, I think he should get more on for a guy like Delano Banton. He's been firmly in the rotation 25, 26 minutes over the last couple games. So um, Banton I think, is already a decent value play, but he's going to look better if Scoot can't play. Jabari Walker, 5K. You know, the minutes have been a little bit all over the place for him. Um, I guess he's fine for tournaments. You got Kamara. You got Thibault. Uh, they're usually hovering around like 20-ish minutes. Not really exciting plays, but they're going to uh, be in the rotation. And then I think if Scoop misses, you probably get some run for a guy like Hagans. Uh, he only played four minutes uh, tonight, though. So, uh, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap up the video. Um, I don't think they have much on the board right now for prize picks last time I looked, so it might be one where, let's see. Yeah, so they, don't, they only have that one game, and that's basically it. Um, so might, depending on when they add more to the board, might just uh, have to make a video tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, thanks again, as always guys, enjoy the all-star break. Good luck on tomorrow's slate and we'll see you all in the next video.